Hello and welcome to this audio version of the Universal Prior Substack, where I write about all things related to brains, minds, and their possible uses. My name is Jan, and I'll be reading some of the posts that I publish. If you like what you hear, consider checking out the blog at universalprior.substack.com and subscribe to get a notification whenever a new post is released. And now, without further ado, Soldiers, Scouts, and Albatrosses If you have 10,000 albatrosses in your pond, you may safely leave the shoreline alone. Sophocles. Allegedly. Hey Jan, what's the best way of thinking? Jan says, I think of the soldier mindset as the most important mindset, the one where you're doing the right thing, the one where you're on a mission. I think of the scout mindset as the one with the most virtue. The one where you have very high potential for doing the right thing. The one where you're driven to find the truth and to seek out new things. Jan might be onto something there. But let's tell the story in order. Soldiers, conflict, petitio principi. There is a kraken at the bottom of the sea. It is an albatross. Sol Kripke. Allegedly. Julia Galef observes that there are two modes of thinking. The soldier mindset, characterized by tending to approach situations by defending your beliefs, shooting down any other conflicting information and seeing alternatives as the enemy. And the scout mindset, characterized by the drive not to make one idea win or another lose, but to see what's there as honestly and accurately as you can. This is obviously not a completely new idea. Scott Alexander made a related distinction where he talked about mistake theory and conflict theory. And there's Ilya Zyutkowski, who wrote in 2007 about the danger of writing the bottom line first, which in turn is simply petitio principi, the logical fallacy of begging the question described by Descartes in the 1600s. All these things are identical in spirit, if not in every detail. In particular, writing the bottom line first, or petitio principi, is the characterizing feature of the soldier mindset and of conflict theory. Having bundled all these things together, we observe that the soldier mindset has gotten a pretty bad rub recently, to the point where the scout mindset is the explicitly aspired tone on the EA forum. This has tons of great reasons and makes sense at a societal level. Overall, a bit more scoutishness certainly can't hurt. However, as should be expected by the law of equal and opposite advice, there are also those who need to hear about the benefits of the soldier mindset. In this post, I'll make the case that you really need to be both, a soldier and a scout, and the difficult thing is figuring out when you need which. Too much scout is bad for you? Tradition is the albatross around the neck of progress, Bertrand Russell, allegedly. One indication that something more complicated than scout good, soldier bad might be going on is that soldiering, i.e. writing the bottom line first, can be quite powerful. Backward induction from game theory, backcasting for playing the future, or working backward as a strategy in mathematics, all are powerful and frequently used techniques. And then there is a common failure mode where people with a strong scout mindset end up not winning. And not in the they fought a good fight and lost way, but in the too indecisive to make the call way. Like a car with a ton of horsepower, but only a single low gear. 
The biggest danger of too strong a scout mindset is simply never going anywhere at all. In terms of exploration versus exploitation, it's a problem of over-exploration. The solution appears obvious. Less scouting, more soldiering. Searching for a compromise. The albatrosses have so large a wing that when they spread it, they can catch a ship in its girdle. John Smith. Allegedly. But how much more? How much less? I'm glad you ask. But before going into that, let's go on an unrelated, wink, wink, tangent about my favorite search algorithms. Search algorithms fall into two broad categories. Uninformed search expands nodes in some order that makes sure that eventually we'll look at all nodes and terminates when it found the target node. Uninformed search is unhurried, exacting, a real bureaucrat. It is unbiased. It doesn't make assumptions, therefore it doesn't run any danger of making false assumptions. Informed search, in contrast, is equipped with some heuristic that allows it to make educated guesses about where the target is. It is sometimes a bit gung-ho and ends up looking somewhat foolish when its heuristic is bad. Rather than a bureaucrat, it is Indiana Jones, well-seasoned in navigating unfamiliar terrain and only occasionally getting lost. If the environment is reasonably tractable, informed search will be much faster than uninformed search. Search is everywhere. I love albatrosses. They are the most wonderful creatures, intelligent, well-behaved, and they never do anything wrong. Albert Einstein. Allegedly. Alright, my inner Scott Alexander is not strong enough to keep this up. Why is search interesting and relevant to scouts versus soldiers? Because search is a framework that can encompass all the battlegrounds between scout and soldier mentioned above. For example, resolving conflicts through debate can be seen as searching for a chain of arguments and counterarguments that end with one side being defeated. Deriving mathematical theorems is searching for a sequence of deduction rule applications that chain together from your axioms to the theorem. Planning can be seen as searching for a sequence of actions that leads from your initial state, rainy Germany, to the desired target state, sunny Italy. In fact, it has been argued that in a sufficiently complicated environment, some amount of search is necessary for decent performance. So different modes of search should correspond to the scout and the soldier mindset. And, conveniently, informed and uninformed search appear as suitable matches. Writing the bottom line first, the characterizing property of the soldier mindset, is exactly what happens in informed search. Following the territory like a scout, in contrast, appears a lot more like uninformed search. The failure mode of soldiers is that when their assumptions are wrong, they might actively walk in the opposite direction of the target. The failure mode of the scout is that they will not go to the target even when it is in line of sight. Granted this, have we gained anything? Indeed, in this framing, the soldier mindset is clearly superior when you have highly certain information about the location of the target. The scout mindset is clearly preferred when you have no information at all. But what happens when you only have partial or unreliable information? Albatrosses and meta-scouts. Albatrosses are intelligent. The corollary is that they are assholes. 
Amos Tversky, allegedly. Enter the levy flight foraging hypothesis. A levy flight is a search strategy that is characterized by many short steps that stay within a small neighborhood of search space, interspersed with long steps that traverse large portions of the search space. A lot of animals' foraging behavior can be approximated as levy flights. Microbes, sharks, bony fish, sea turtles, penguins, albatrosses, and humans. The levy flight foraging hypothesis proposes that this is not a coincidence. It turns out that when targets are sparse, a levy flight is the optimal strategy for exploration. And thanks to its optimality, evolution is likely to pick it eventually. So perhaps it is not surprising that a levy flight is also a neat compromise between soldier and scout. In particular, look at what happens when we add a bit of uncertainty about the location of the target and to the heuristic function of informed search. Here is an embedded GIF that uh, shows what this looks like. I recommend uh, checking out the post. Well, if that doesn't kind of look like a levy flight, while it's a lot less target-oriented than an informed search without noise, it still beats uninformed search with ease, indicating that a levy flight trade-off between scout and soldier might indeed be a good strategy for thought in general. What does this mean in practice? In a debate, don't constantly question your own thesis. Instead, make it as bold as possible and explore implications. Once it becomes obvious that you are wrong, iterate with a different thesis. In mathematics, pick a sequence of lemmata where you feel pretty damn certain that they should be true and try to prove those. Once it becomes obvious that you are wrong, iterate with a different strategy. Or consider that the thesis might be wrong. In planning, once you've picked a target, don't double-guess, but try to make it work. Once it becomes obvious that it's infeasible, iterate with a new destination. I have highlighted the soldiery part in each of the strategies above. Those parts are the risky parts. If you go wrong, it will be because of them. But adding the soldier to the mix is not about risk minimization. It's about getting somewhere at all. As long as you then turn into a scout and find out that you went wrong, you will be able to recover. The mathematical theory of the levy flight foraging hypothesis makes very concrete prescriptions about the optimal mix between long and short steps when the territory is completely unknown. However, as the territory becomes more familiar, naturally the mix will change. Planning to get a coffee and planning to go to Mars will require very different amounts of scout and soldier mindset. How to pick the optimal ratio? You have to pay attention to the territory and... Wait, is this the meta-scout mindset? Strawmanning the scout. The albatross is a wanderer from afar, a fly from the sun. John Gould. Allegedly. Okay, okay, I'll admit it. I really just wanted to talk about albatrosses in this post. I cannot give you an algorithm for optimal thought. And in the process of steelmanning the soldier, I might have strawmanned the scout. Scouts are not so bad, I just wish they would hurry up sometimes. To me, it's clear that you want to exercise both your inner soldier and your inner scout. Be an albatross. They are pretty cool. 
There are rather sweeping generalizations in this post. You might object to equating soldier mindset is the same as conflict theory, is the same as writing the bottom line first, is the same as informed search, is the same as large step sizes in search. And I'm happy to hear your objections in the comments. But I think there is a core of truth here. Writing out all the details of these equalities would distract from the key point of the post and, frankly, would be pretty boring. So I'm taking my own advice and I soldier forward, preferring to put something out there, even if it might turn out to be not quite the real deal. Finally, a meta comment on the methodology in this post. Due to a lack of rigor, this is not quite an academic post. But if it was, it would be close to what I would like computational cognitive science to be. Starting from a high-level observation, scouts versus soldiers, we find a computational model powerful enough to allow a mapping, search algorithms, and finally link back to biology, levy flight foraging. Totally David Marr's levels of analysis. I expect that by making the mapping to the algorithmic level more rigorous, the high-level conclusions will also be more powerful. I'm sure this will get easier with practice. Stay tuned. This was an audio version of the Universal Prior Substack. If you enjoyed, consider subscribing to the Substack. See you next time!